Little boy blue and the man on the moon When you're coming home, son, I don't know when We'll get together then <laughs> You know we'll have a good time then <laughs> It's so dumb I think I'm gonna read the lyrics to that song to you Little boy, son, I can't be sick Do you wanna feel sad? <sighs> yeah Give it to me, baby Give it to me, you Ah, ah, got him. Zing, zing him. Zing them. Yeah. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Lay it on me. This is definitely not the right song. <laughs> What's it called? I thought it was called Silver Spoons, but this is this is not the song. I thought it was called Little Boy Sambin' the Ham <laughs> on the Moon. Yeah. This looks like it's in Korean. What the? Okay, I give up. <laughs> the damn Koreans, man. They're infiltrating. They're infiltrating everything. <laughs> all right, you ready to be sad? Yeah, all right. They call me Base Bay. Yo, Kabwati. I said day. Pali, Chasem. Huang, say. Deoga, nai. You so you call me bass bay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a Korean song. Mm-mm. Keep going. Keep going? Yeah, we won't know for sure. Jiamsu Gyoro. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, you know what this sounds like? I hear it, man. I hear Gangnam it. Style. it, it all, every Korean song sounds like Gangnam Style. This is, there's try, a very specific reason for that, too. If you try to read the lyrics out of context, yeah. con- context. this whiskey is already starting to get to me. But somebody, Do you feel it yet? Mm-mm. I'm an alcoholic. I guess I'm not alcoholic enough. I need to up my game, man. Yeah, is it working numbers? I got to get those numbers way up. We need more practice. I do. Mm. Uh. That's how, that's, those are the sounds I was making when I was trying to swallow that nasty ass shit. How was your day today? My day was all right, man. Yeah. Just, uh, just work and stuff? Just work, yeah. I went in at 11, got out um, 30 minutes ago. So That kind of, that getting out late sucks, but do you like going in late? Yeah. I, I really don't mind having, it, it's oh, one late. late night a week. Yeah. I don't mind having it. And, and it's chill, right? Because you don't yeah. really get a lot of traffic? No, nothing like that. And already what, I mean, what I do. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's always chill. It's kind of like working Saturdays for me. Like, yeah. I don't want to work a Saturday, but as I'm working it, I'm like, this is the easiest thing ever. It's almost like that, that in between type thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, it's not a work day. It doesn't even feel it, like work. But it kind of is. Yeah. But, you know, your boss is a little more lax. Yeah. You're, stuff like that. You're still there working, but like nobody comes. Yeah. It's like a, if it was a store, there was like one customer. Yeah. I don't, work, I don't work at a store, but <laughs> I'm just quitting it. That's, that's pretty much exactly how it is. And I'm totally cool with it because I can just I can sit there and hang out and relax. Hey, do you want to take this to a bar right now? The show? Yeah, the whole, like, this whole setup. Can we just take it to a bar and just... Yeah, you got a truck? Or? Do the podcast on location? Yeah, let's do it. Do I have a truck? No. But... Hmm, you sure? Let me think. I, actually, I technically do have a truck, I think. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> can you stop? Can you stop? And <laughs> where it is on my keypad too, it's it's if easy I were, for you to if hit. If I were to lay my hand just down randomly, 
my one of my fingers is always on that button. So basically, you can do it like with your eyes closed. Uh, oh my <laughs> shit! Oh, Holy shit! That was literally with your eyes closed. I, I was super scared; it wouldn't work. I know you guys might think that we made that up, and but no, he literally the camera's not running for our faces, but yeah. he literally had his eyes closed. Let me try to get ready. I put that on blood. Oh shit! I missed it. Ready? Oh huh. no, he's missing. Okay, now. Let's see where my okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, but the first time was cooler because it was organic. That's true. Sorry. Welcome back to Idiot Syncratic. Yeah. The show where sometimes we're sleepy. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's right. That's a, that's a perfect sound bite. Thanks, man. So, uh. I'm super tired today. It's a, mo- it's a yeah. Monday night. Yeah, it's man. Monday night. Yeah. We're coming to you on Monday night. Also, the day after we just recorded the episode. Yeah, we just recorded an episode. And so, like, we're. It's not fresh to us right now. Man, you hoes are thirsty, man. You guys always want to show us from us. God. Now, on real talk, though, it's my fault because I'm going to, I'm going to be. MIA for, for a while. So where are you going? I'm going to a, a little known country that I don't want to talk about right now, but I'll talk about it when I come back. Myanmar? What is it? Is that a real place? I think so. Is it like I'm going to Midgard. I heard it on the CNN one time. I'm going to Middle Earth. Yeah. 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 But I'll talk about it when I come back. Yeah. Well, be careful. I will. But we have one more show before before you leave. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, we do. Because we got we got to backlog some episodes for you guys, mm-hmm. so that way you don't run out of shit to listen to while I'm gone. Yeah, hopefully our news bits aren't too old for you guys. But <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, let's be honest you don't you probably don't read the news. Yeah, they're not really current. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, I guess I mean they're they're current, but it's not like something you'd miss out on. <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe <clears throat> these news bits. No, you know what? I think that I used to think that our news bits like weren't good because they're not good news. Yeah. But I think they are more good. Because, like most podcasts I listen to, they'll mm-hmm. they'll bring in like news, like little current events <laughs> yeah, and stuff, like real news, and they all say the same ones because it's like, yeah, it's real news, it's yeah. real shit that people talk about. I know exactly what you mean. And so, like, they're kind of trying to like race to be the first one to be like, yeah. oh, did you hear about like what this or whatever, you know? Yeah. And and everybody in the office is like, yeah, I heard that already. Thanks a lot. From thanks for nothing. Ten other podcasts and, yeah. and two other YouTube videos and yeah. CNN and, and the person who sits next to me. In the yeah, cubicle. exactly. Yeah. Now this is the news that the world doesn't want you yeah. to hear. Our news bit when you go, hey, did you hear about the guy who uh, tried to save Jesus? People will be like, what the hell? <laughs> what? what are you talking Tell about? Tell me more, please. And you the guy put his dick in a clam. Yeah, that's how you become like the most popular person at the water cooler. If you were to walk up to me at the water cooler and say, did you hear about the guy that put his dick in a live clam? I'd be like, you better drop that cup of water and tell yep. me everything you know about it. Yep. I You'd be like, know. you know what? I only have one more minute on my lunch, but who gives a fuck? Yes, you're right. See, look, it just makes you a better person <laughs> overall. That's what the clam said. <laughs> That's what the clam said as it was digesting that guy's dick. That's what the fox said as it got digested by the clam. <laughs> that clam is dangerous. If you want to know what we're talking about, go check out big episode, uh, one, of, one of our episodes. Like, it was that one. 22? Yeah. We've also had some, some whiskey tonight, too. So if we're a little loosey-goosey, then that's your fault. Yep. Because we have coffee on Sundays, and on Mondays, we get serious. We get serious. I don't even remember where we were at. Oh, we weren't, talk- we weren't talking about anything specific, but you were like, hey, you want some beer? I was like, hell yeah. And we got up and we left. All right. That's what we, that's what we do. So It's a Monday night. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to drink some, some so whiskey shots. I'm dumb. Your host for this episode. <laughs> 
I'm glad you didn't change it. <laughs> and I'm joined by my boy, little Justin Fingers. Yeah. Or whatever. That that's me. God, I hate that soundbite. <laughs> I love it, but I hate it. Yeah. It's a love hate relationship with that soundbite. I know. Yeah. 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 So I'm your boy, Host Malone. Um, <laughs> on today's show, we'll be getting into super excitement and funny guys. All right, what do you think uh, super excitement's about? All right. Super excitement is obviously about how excited you are about something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're excited you're about close. something. Yeah, right? you're, you're super really close. excited. Yeah, you're halfway there. Whoa. But what am I excited about? Living oh, on a prayer. Check my Make it, I swear. Oh. Okay, that's enough of that. What do you think um, I'm excited about? You're excited about going to a foreign country? Mm-mm. That's not me, man. I ain't never done been outside of America. Uh, are I've been you, close. I've been close. Are you about to, to drop your new album? No. I wish. Are you got a long way to go for that? Getting a promotion? Nope. Are you having another baby? <laughs> nope. Is I that, wish. Is that even possible at this point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric's knows a few people that have just gotten right back in it. Ew. Right back in it. Are they Mormon? Maybe. Because they're either cheating. Mormon or Scientologist. Well, well, they know science. Hey. <laughs> and I, I, I come from a world where they're one and the same. <laughs> you put the dick in and you get the baby. That's how, that's how, that's <laughs> you, science, dude. you get the baby. You get the baby. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> okay, well, you, you'll get it soon. All right, <laughs> it's I, gonna be another one of those things. I'll man. get it when you say it. You get it when I say it. All right, what's funny guys about? Funny guys. All right, you're talking about you're talking about that movie, uh, Funny People, because there's a bunch of guys in that movie. Uh, okay, you're talking about. Talking about us and how hilarious we are on this podcast, and and then, but not not from your point of view, from other people's point of view, telling you how funny we are. You know, you just probably gave me next week's interest. Yeah, but, but no. Okay. Uh, funny guys. You talking about clowning asses? Clowning. Yeah, clowning yeah, asses. Kind of. Yeah. 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 They, they think they're funny, right? Well, that are funny. Oh, they are funny. Yeah. You're talking about actual literal clowns. God no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just you know can't figure it out. I'm not one of those people who are like, oh my God, I hate clowns. They're so creepy and scary. Yeah. But I like also like don't prefer clowns, I should say. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think I'm hard pressed to find somebody that prefers clowns. Yeah. They're you know? not the best. No. Uh <laughs> the longest throatworm I've ever heard. I need to sample that. It's like from Beetlejuice or something. Oh, shit. It's like from Tremors. <laughs> it's like from... Uh, fuck. That SpongeBob episode? Ew. Remember that one? The I think big, that was a penis. The, the, the big, sandworm? But yeah, the sandworm, yeah. Did you ever play um, The Thing? It was based off a movie, but it was like a... I there was a say game? PlayStation 2 game, yeah. What the hell? No. It was so scary. I watched the movie. Though. I watched both the movies. It was like... Oh really? Yeah, they're great. Are they? Yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're uh, the, the first one is is really old. It's uh, Kurt Russell, and he's like in his early twenties or something. You mean uh, Jack Bauer? Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> it's like in his early twenties. It's 
a super old movie, but it's scary as shit. And then the second one is a the game is scary. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they made a game. And it's like uh, it's kind of crazy because the thing might is like you control kind of a party, mm-hmm. and but I mean the gameplay is not good. It's it's an old <laughs> game. Yeah, but you have to control like the fear levels of your party because if they start to think like. Like maybe you might be the thing oh, or no. something like that. Yeah. But so like if a guy starts getting like real scared, you have to like you share your inventory with your with all your your like your whole party. Yeah, your NPCs yeah. and stuff. So you'll be like, oh, here's a gun, you know, and they'll be like, okay, they'll feel they'll feel better, they'll feel better, right? Yeah. But what if that guy's a thing? Oh no! You don't know. You don't know. You know. So like you maybe you'll give him like a med pack instead, and he'll be like he'll feel a little better, but not really. Yeah, and but then he might like, start freaking out. He's again. also like this guy. This guy doesn't trust me at all. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't be on my podcast. Exactly. So you have to like monitor their fear level because yeah. they might like just freak out on you and be yeah. like, "You're the thing." Yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, "You're off my podcast," even though I already quit the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about trust. It's all about it's always about <laughs> trust. That actually does sound like a pretty cool concept. Yeah, the gameplay mechanic. It was kind of like that's weird. That's the different. first of that that I've ever, that I had seen. So it's like a story based game. It's all yeah, yeah. It's, there's no action. It's not like an action um, RPG. No, because because the gameplay like wasn't super great. I it was kind of a first person shooter, but more strategic. Like you're you're going down a corridor and you're like aiming around and you're like, oh shit! And then like boom, boom, boom. But like that's not the like main focus of mm-hmm. it. Like the main focus is kind of like strategically keeping your shit together. Yeah. Like your whole party together from, you know, like who's the, who's the thing? Like yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? This actually sounds amazing. It was good. Like for the time, if we played it now, we'd probably be like, what is this? What is happening here? What like? 007 Goldeneye. Holy shit. Yeah. R.I.P. Ripped in peace, man. Yeah, so what is funny, guys, about... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about the thing and how funny these guys are thinking. They're, they're trying to trick you. They're like, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't actually know that I'm a murderous demon. They're being funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I seriously can't. <laughs> For the life of me, I can't figure it out, man. I just can't. Well, you don't have to. I'm running on Dos Equis fumes right now. Dos Equis fumes. Yeah. That's okay, because uh, before we get into that... <laughs> yeah, gonna, try to figure it out. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to recap some shit. Yeah. What did we talk about last week, my man? All right, last week it was one last shitbag of the week. Mm-hmm. Big episode 23, Zil. Big episode 23, baby. Yeah. And so, you know, go, go, go listen to... To last week's episode, if you mm-hmm. if you want to know who exactly the last shitbag of the week is, it's a good one. And the funniest thing too is that um, you and I really have not heard that episode yet. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, because we just recorded it yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah, yesteryear. Yeah. So, but from what I remember, from what the the real time experience was, it was a great episode. A little heavy at times, but we had we had a cool guest with us. It was uh, great, my buddy Mike Clemens. Who, yeah, uh, he was tried, really awesome. Yeah, he tried out for FC Armada. Um, he was a real Renaissance man. Yeah, man, he's a he's a he is lit, quite literally a nomad. You know, I felt like like as we were talking, we were both like high fiving each other the whole like, time, back yeah. and forth because. Like the more we learned about each other, like it was like it's so similar. Like, whoa, you're into a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I'll, and he was like, you're into a lot of stuff, and I was like, no, you are. <laughs> 
know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. No, he's he, he's definitely a cool guy. Yeah. I want to have him back on soon. I want him to start his own podcast. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, let's hang out with him again. Let's go right now. Let's do it. Fuck this episode. All right, see you guys. It was ah, a good episode. By the way, it's good. Kidding, yeah, just we got you. It was a good episode. Go check it out. Um, you definitely want to check it out before we have the chance to finish recording this episode. Am I right, boys? Yeah, this is so weird. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it was a fun episode, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a great episode. What we talk about? We talked about, well, you talked about the downfall of the Film Roll podcast. Yeah. Which is technically still alive, but just barely. Yeah, it's a... It's hanging in there. It's a shell. It's a, it's a skeleton. It's, it's, it's former glory, you know? Yeah, I mean, let's just say all the, the important organs mm-hmm. have uh, metastasized. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Yep, the, the important organs have metastasized, and they, they then moved it on, and I mean, you know... Now they're doing other shit. All that's left is just an empty shell of a human being. Who was the last shit bag of the week? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we brought it back though. One last one last shit bag of the week. One last time. Wait, can we get sued for like libel or something? No, no, because libel? Here's the thing. I'm not saying Slander? any I'm not saying anything that is Isn't untrue. True? Yeah. All I this hear is you. true. Um and this is also my point of view, my perspective. If Aaron Gomez himself would like to come on this podcast to give his side I would love that opportunity. And then it'd be like a 16-hour long podcast because I would just rip them to shreds the whole time. But I personally would not want to do that, but, but I support you so much that I'll be there for it. My man. Yeah, no, no libel, no slandering, nothing. That's, this is exactly what happened. But uh, if you want to hear the full story of what actually happened, go check that shit out. It's the last week. Yeah, it's last week. And, and you talked yesterday. What did you talk about? You talked about GoProing, man. Yeah, I talked about going pro, dog. Going pro, man. If you're an amateur... And you're trying to be pro, just go pro. That shit's hard. Yeah. No, it was actually like a dual meaning to like, I forgot what it was. It was amateur. Amateur proing. Amateur proing. That's what it was. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on one level, it's because I'm an amateur at using my newfound GoPro. Mm-hmm. But on another level, it's like nowadays you can learn shit that used to be secret knowledge that only professionals possessed. Like it was their livelihood and it was some kind of sacred magic that mm-hmm. they didn't share with the rest of the world. But now the internet has made it possible for just anybody who maybe just wants a new hobby, they can make really quality shit just by a lot of practice. Yeah. You know, yeah. just learning. You can you can get the gear on Amazon. You can watch you can Fairly learn on inexpensively. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and freaking pull up, pull up a YouTube video on your phone, and the the whole, the ability for you to become as close to a world renowned professional as possible is easier and more attainable than it's ever been. Yeah, and everybody shits on millennials for being on their phones all the time, but man, I wouldn't trade like what we have now for for the world. Yeah, like I mean, like I'm sorry that life is so convenient now for you, yeah, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, yeah, I, rem- I remember the days whenever, if you wanted to get a hold with somebody, you had to call them on their house phone, mm-hmm. and God forbid they weren't home, because mm-hmm. then how the hell are you supposed to get a hold of them? You know, maybe you could get them on their pager. <laughs> their pager, but well, maybe not. Do. Yeah, maybe exactly. they didn't have a pager because maybe they weren't like a fucking real estate mogul. <laughs> 
But yeah, my buddy, he was telling me that uh, he's like, he's like, dude, back in my day, you would call the girl of your dreams, and if she didn't answer, her dad answered. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a whole other thing that he had to deal with. But he said, if she didn't answer, you just gotta wait. And I was yeah. like, what? Yep. Yeah. I mean, we we came from those days too. To be honest, you yeah, know, we're not we, that young. Yeah, we were we were a little younger, but I rem- I actually remember vividly. Maybe not vividly, but I remember calling girls on the house phone yeah. and their dads picking up. Oh, shit. And, and, and like, then you get to raise your voice back. Can I, can I talk with Vanessa? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They'd be like, who's this? And I'd be like, uh, Alex from a chemistry class. <laughs> Dude. They'd be like, what kind of name is Alex? And I'd be like, uh, is it short for Alexander? <laughs> I, had a, no, I had a Rolodex of, of girls' numbers. In, a Rolodex? A Rolodex, yeah. Um, <laughs> Were you a pimp? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, like, not even, not even close to half of those letters were used. But um, <laughs> who gave it to me? I don't remember who gave it. Somebody gave me. <laughs> it might have been my mom who gave me the Rolodex. text. But <laughs> she's like, she's like, here, son, it's for your hoes. Take this Rolodex for all your love endeavors. Yeah, exactly. Because I know there are many. I had, I had probably like three or four numbers in that in that Rolodex. <laughs> I would just kind of cycle through them. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. then, and they're like, yeah, but we still remember phone numbers. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. We don't have to. Are you boasting your great memory skills? Or yeah. what, are you, what are you trying to say I mean, here? you could still remember phone numbers if you wanted to. Yeah, it's not that hard. You're just lazy now, bitch. Now we, just have, now we just have the convenience of the phone remembering the number for us. Yep. And what's wrong with that? Man, you know, God, just don't even get me started. I can, this should, this could be a whole separate interest for me. How... How great the time we're living is mm-hmm. due to the internet. Yeah. And how people bitch so much about like, oh, social media is ruining, running your brain and all that shit. And it's like, you know, actually, I remember when I was like in the eighth grade and I had to go to a party and I, I went on Google Maps on my home computer because mm-hmm. there wasn't mobile Google Maps. Printed it out. And I printed out. There you go. And I didn't drive. So I was like, Dad, can you... Here's the you find this. That's the directions. And then he like looked at it and he was like, "The hell is this?" And he just took the address and he looked it up in his MapQuest giant. Yeah, MapQuest. Yeah. It was a giant book of maps. And I was like, "Wait, so every town you go to, you just have a giant book of maps?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, you just you know at the gas station you get a new map." Oh my god. Yeah. Or you just have the whole entire world on your phone. Yeah. See, you see what I mean. Freaking punk ass bitches. Yeah, those technology haters. But yeah. that's that's not the point. That's an interest for another day for sure. Yeah. So if you know what guys, you might notice, but me and Justin are we're feeling a little good. Feeling a little good right now. Cause Monday night we've had a little bit to drink. Yeah, we finished off those those whiskey bottles. We uh we went and grabbed some uh, Dos Equis and you know, yep. we're just hanging. We're just and, we're just having a good time. And it's not actually time for this yet, but I I wanna drop this in case I forget. But go ahead and leave us a voicemail or a email and let us know if you prefer caffeinated us or alcoholinated us. <laughs> They're better. two completely yeah. separate versions of us. Yeah, these are like two different podcasts completely. Yeah, you're getting two for the price of two. And that's a, you can do that at 6... Eight, I'm going to do this at the end of the episode too, but you can do that at 682-422-9458. Feel free to take our voices and to make as many dick and gay jokes as possible with them too when you leave those voicemails. Yeah. It's not hard. 
Yeah. Just be an audio engineer. Just, yeah, just be an just be an, an, just be a naughty engineer. Yeah, just be an naughty engineer and make us say dicks and stuff. Yeah, make so. <laughs> make us say dicks. Yeah. Well, I, I, another throat worm. Look at that. No, those you. <laughs> Wait, what? They don't know the difference. I never know. I don't even know the difference. I don't even know. All right, yeah. drop your drop your news bit. All right, my man. So Montreal mother told daughter doesn't count as second passenger in carpool lane. So even though this is in Canada, you can relate this to the HOV lane here in Merca. Yeah. So. As you know, the HOV lane slash the carpool lane, it means that you have to have another human being in the car with you. Yeah. But this mom, Stephanie Emond, I think that's how you say it. She's Canadian, so it's weird. She was slapped with a $170 ticket, told passenger in carpool lane must have a driver's license. Really? Yes. So she says, I was surprised with the cop when she saw my daughter that she still issued the ticket. The police officer was really sure of what she was telling me. In addition, a spokesperson for the Transports Quebec is quoted on the CAA Quebec. What the hell is this? Website as saying there is no age requirement for carpooling. So she's basically saying that this stupid shit shouldn't have happened. In fact, and this is straight from their words themselves is, a parent taking a child to daycare is assumed to be carpooling. Obviously, that's the, that's the very definition of carpooling. Somebody else is in the car with you, and you're taking them to a destination. It yeah. does. Age doesn't matter. The fact that they don't have a driver's license should never ever matter. You know, because I, I, I th- if I think of the word carpooling, I think of one of two things. Mm-hmm. I think of work people who kind of live close together, but maybe they're... Going to the same place. Their commute is kind mm-hmm. of far, right? Yeah. So they all just carpool. They go to, you know, make makes life easier, right? Oh, it's, it's better on the earth, too, on the yeah. atmosphere. And that's, but the second thing that I think of is um, the mom taking her daughter and her daughter's friends mm-hmm. to soccer practice or whatever. That's why they have the van, you know? Do any of those daughters or soccer friends have a driver's license? Well, I mean... If they're over the age of seventeen or sixteen or whatever, probably yeah. But I mean, think do. about it. At this point, they're probably driving themselves. Yeah, exactly. And they they don't want to spend time with their mom. Yeah, I, I think I can see how m- maybe possibly an infant. It's just you and an infant in the car. Possibly you couldn't get away with that. Maybe I still side. I always, I usually side with the consumer when it comes to stuff like this. Right, but. The, the the very insane idea that the other person in the car has to have a driver's license for you to be in the HOV lane uh, or slash the carpool lane, because we do have some Canadian listeners too, so they know exactly what we're talking about, right. um, is completely absurd to me. I agree. It's like, what the hell? Bitch, didn't you go to uh, cop school or something? Mountie school? <laughs> Did you go to cop school? Yeah, didn't you go to cop school? Oh, yeah, it was law? a Mountie. Mountie. She was probably a Mountie, she yeah. She probably rode up on a, yeah. a moose. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, eh? <laughs> Here's your ticket, eh? That's a hundred and seventy dollar ticket, dude. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of damn money, especially yeah. in Canada, where their dollar is worth less than ours. Wow, it's a lot of damn money. Wait, so well. Oh wait, never mind. That's actually less money. Well, Shit, I just destroyed money. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, inflation, something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So Iman says that she will contest the ticket in hopes her experience clarifies the rules for others. I just think this stupid bitch that that rode up on a, on a on a moose uh, didn't actually know the law and threw in some sort of bullshit excuse that the person the other person in the car has to have a driver's license. Yeah, never heard of shit like that. No, that sounds complete bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like she 
she drove herself into a corner by accident. She was like, oh, shit, I got to stick this through. Yeah. And just kept just kept digging that Which hole. Which I she think they in. do. Yeah. I, I, it's, I, it's like, what else are you going to Are you going to admit to the person that you're about to give a ticket to yeah. that you were wrong? No yeah. way. You're a cop. You're a Mountie. You're riding in on, yeah, like, on, on a bear. Respect my authority. Yeah. You, they have to respect your authority. And they won't do it if you're wrong. Mm. It's a conspiracy, man. Dude, you know what? I, I get into these uh, YouTube holes, uh-huh. uh, but on both sides. Because you, you know how I play both sides of the fence. And I'm uh, always got it. And I don't got a spine or nothing, you know? Yeah. So for whatever reason, YouTube likes to show me videos of like cops getting owned. By like citizens, <laughs> I love those videos where, where they're like, they're like, oh, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, let me see your ID, and mm-hmm. they're like, I don't have to show you my ID. What crime am I committing? They're like, oh, well, you're a uh, whatever. And they're like, that's not a crime, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they just roast them. Yeah, but I also, but I still, I support the police. Yeah, but I feel like I don't support shitty police. I, I, I think your point of view, I match your point of view in the fact that I don't I don't support shitty people in general yeah whether it be police whether it be consumers people about to be arrested by police yeah. if you're a shitty person I don't support you because you know it also pops on my YouTube a lot mm. and I guess it just goes off an algorithm of the shit I click on but um, when people are being like total idiots to the cops and they get like uh, what is it like justice served kind of thing yeah you know where they're like they're like fuck you cover or whatever they just get tased and shit. like those pop up too like where the cops winning so yeah. like I'm not for either side I'm just against like you're, fucking stupid you're people you're against stupidity yeah, yeah that's the way which is it, on it both should sides. be yeah there, there was a, there's like a famous one of this <laughs> stupid like SJW who was like um, Social you know, justice warrior for, for all you Canadians that don't know and you Mounties. Uh, he was basically saying like it doesn't say anywhere in the law that I have to have a driver's license to operate a vehicle in in, in the United States. It's like, are yeah. you shitting me, you idiot? Bro. And he got arrested that night. Have you have, you have you seen like the sovereign people or whatever? Oh, uh, sovereign citizens. Sovereign yeah. citizens. I'm a sovereign yeah. citizen. I don't belong to anything, bitch. Yeah, they're like, oh I, my god, I, I have renounced all contracts. Oh my god, I hate it so okay. much. Okay, every listener out there that's listening to my voice right now, I beseech you if you've not. If you don't know what we're talking about with these sovereign citizens people, check them out. Go type it in YouTube and look at these videos of these fucking sovereign citizen peoples. Yep. Like, they- <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not really sure what they are exactly, but I think they paid like $85 for a seminar <laughs> and where they just were fed some complete bullshit. Because <laughs> it never works out for them. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks, Robbie. Sorry, that's the only laugh that I have on there. But uh, Thanks, yeah. Robbie. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. <laughs> You're here with us in the spirit. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you. They they definitely saw one too many uh, seminars. <laughs> take control of your life. Take, take control of your citizenhood, of your livelihood. Yeah. And, and then, then they, they read the secret. <laughs> and then they read the secret. <laughs> that is exactly 100% what happened. If you believe, you can achieve. <laughs> God, these stupid pieces of shit. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. Hopefully she can get this overturned, and hopefully the the Mountie dickhead bitch face uh, can uh, I don't know get suspended and then sent right back to cop school and realize that oh my god you know what sometimes it's okay for me to be wrong because I'm a human being and then admit when you're wrong you piece of shit a hundred seventy dollars uh-huh. that's a lot of money especially this she's a mother that money could have gone to diapers wipes baby food bottles nipples you name it what the hell is that a new soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> that's my new soundbite. Oh, shit. That's crazy. 
Yeah, oh, it's a fucking autoplay. Oh, stupid thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, here's to you. Uh, what was her name again? Stephanie Emond. Hopefully you uh, you get one over on that Mountie. Yeah. Yeah. S- suck on that. Suck on suck on that. All right. So I'm gonna do something a little different. What? And it's not because I'm lazy. You maniac. It's because I'm being provocative. You're insane. All right. So all of our all of our news bits are in our show notes. So I'm going to do something a little different. My news bit for today. I'm going to give you the title, and you have to research it yourself. What? Yeah. Go look it up. All right. Because I'm just trying to force you guys to, to be self-thinkers. You know, don't, mm-hmm. hear, don't hear my steamy takes on it. I want you to go out there, read the article yourself, decide how you feel about it. Yeah. All right. Because you you could have you you could be siding with the Mountie in my news bit, yeah. Or who yeah. knows? Yeah, who knows? You could be a stupid, dumbass, idiot, bitchhead. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you could be a reasonable person on the other side of us. That's possible too. It's possible. All these things are possible. Yeah. All right. So, seventy-year-old woman wanted for dealing ginseng on the streets. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Nope. You got to go read the article. All right. Seventy-year-old woman wanted. <laughs> For, there's Are a you lot Googling? of yeah for dealing ginseng on the streets. Okay, so this has to take place in a uh, in an Asian majority country. Uh, uh, yeah, Duluth, Georgia. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh, I found her. Holy shit, she is like the eponymous uh, Asian lady. Yeah, she looks like Jay's mom. <laughs> Looks like every Asian's mom. <laughs> what the hell? So she was. Wait a minute. So she's wanted for dealing ginseng. Okay, is the ginseng laced with anything? We're supposed to make the listeners go. Oh home. yeah. Okay. So do you guys figure out? Okay. Here, this is my guess, and I'm not gonna read the article. I'm gonna close okay. it out. Ready? All right. Close Click. it. That's closed. All right. My guess is that um, this Vietnamese lady. Um, and, and you know, don't don't mind me if it, if that sounds a Where's little sounds a little racist, but I'm I'm imagining <laughs> that she's a Vietnamese lady because they're a lot smarter than the other Asians. Um, she has laced her ginseng with something <laughs> and has been selling it. Uh, you know, under the uh, under the guise of it being true ginseng, but what happened is the cops caught on. These cops are smart. They're not Mounties. They're smart. God. They're, Darn it. they're smart cops. They figured out that uh, this lady has been, she's actually one of the top drug kingpins of Georgia. Where's she at? She's in Georgia, right? Yep, Duluth, yeah. Georgia. Duluth, Yeah, she's one of the top drug kingpins in Duluth, Georgia. Just like, um, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, isn't there like a, like a chick running the cartel right now? Because, um, oh, no, never mind. El Chapo got out. <laughs> Forget about what Are you thinking of La Madrina? Is that what I'm thinking about? Maybe. Yeah, she looks like... Uh, That's some old shit, though. That is old, man. I'm sorry. I'm just getting old. You're out of touch with the Latinos. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, lo siento. No, okay. The real reason why I didn't... I didn't oh, shit. Good. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Why I said to go read it was because in my drunken state, I can barely peruse this article. So, but from what I gather, it seems like they were... <laughs> so. Uh, let's see. What's this lady's name? Sung Ye. I'm, ju- <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not what it was. <laughs> Are you sure? 
No. <laughs> no. Okay. So there were so some people were making like a a, a ginseng deal, uh, right? And uh-huh. and there were like two cars parked next to each other, and they okay. had like a scale in between the cars, like measuring out the ginseng and what stuff. The hell? And uh, the cops pulled up because they probably assumed the worst, right? What are you doing? And uh, so Sung Yi or whatever her name was, <laughs> let's just, just go with Sung Yi. Just fucking booked it and Where's like my racist button? accidentally ended up stealing like a shit ton of ginseng from, <laughs> oh, from, from, from the, the other person. From the other, because she was like, dealers. "Oh, the cops!" And so she just fucking booked it out of there because yeah. apparently she has like warrants and they've never been able to arrest her because of whatever reason. Because well, yeah. she always like because she's a sweet old Asian lady. Yeah, she's never she's seven year old Asian lady and she always kind of avoids the cops somehow. Yeah. But she was like, she was trying to make a deal for 20 pounds of ginseng. <laughs> and, you know, they're measuring it out on the scales, yeah. like just car by car in the middle. <laughs> and, you know, ginseng looks like, uh, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm guessing it looks like weed or something. I don't know. It's like a, it so, looks like coral from uh, SpongeBob. So the pops, the cops pulled up and were like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> she's like, oh, bro. And then just fucking. <laughs> oh, bro. Like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. And just fucking drove off Booked with like it. half yeah. of the ginseng. <laughs> So she just <laughs> so she just fucking jacked that friggin' dude. ginseng heist, jacked man. That, the the jacked that she ginseng. took it from the ginseng dealer. That's that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a freaking like a Jason Bateman movie. Like he accidentally steals the drug dealer's <laughs> supply. You know what I mean? Just like oh my god, I, mean, I gotta master, go. You mean Master Bateman? Yeah, Master Bateman. Yeah, um, yeah, he does. I hope um, I hope she starts like a ginseng criminal empire, and um, everybody has to like. Grovel at their knees to her if they want, uh, uh, you know, Some just ginseng. like yeah, just like a piece of the ginseng, and she's like, like, "I just need a little bump." She's like, "Yeah." She pulls that out of her armpit. She's like, "You take that." Yeah, <laughs> you take that. <laughs> That's yours. Yeah. Oh, grody. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's a freaking drug kingpin now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Good job, Sung Ying. In more ways than one. <laughs> it's so funny. The whole I bet the whole reason that she, she also wrote the song Silver Spoons. Oh shit. <laughs> The whole reason that she's avoided being arrested this whole time is because she's a 70-year-old Asian lady. It's because she can't see. It's, yeah, exactly. Everybody around her is probably a cop, but nobody's going to be like, I bet that 70-year-old bitch right there has got freaking warrants and I got to go pick her up and yep. you know take her to yep. take her to Atlanta jail or something. Yep. No. You look no. like a dick. You're like, book her. Yeah, get her. Get that, get that bitch yeah. right there, the one with ginseng spilling out of her, her, her armpits. No, no. <laughs> she's just a sweet old Asian lady. You know what I mean? She's just a sweet old Asian lady, and she's gotten away from it for so yeah. long just because she. Look at her. I mean, just look at her. Yeah, you just come like you. You have an Asian friend, and then you go hang out with them, and it, and it's her mom. <laughs> yeah, you want it's, you want that noodle? It looks. And you're like, oh, thanks, friend's mom, for looks, making me noodles. It looks exactly like every single Asian mom I've ever seen in my life. Great. <laughs> just a sweet old lady that just wants to take care of you. You know. You know. Take care of this. Yeah. So. Oh, that you're gonna play some. Well, there's there's no video, but I got my I pulled my my penis out. Yeah, like that. No, I didn't. I actually didn't. <laughs> Probably racist. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe. It's not loud for me. But think about it. You know, all Asian old ladies do look like Jay's mom. So. <laughs> Man, Jay's mom is like such a nice lady. I believe it, man. They all are. We're just dealing ginseng and shit. Me and Natalie helped uh, Jay's parents move one time. And uh, I was like bonding with Jay's dad and Natalie mm-hmm. was bonding with Jay's mom. And they're like the nicest people. I bet. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were the nicest people. They're like, you want some of this ginseng? 
Actually, Jay's mom said that she's going to teach Natalie how to make pho. Really? So I'm so ready for that. Hell yeah. But uh, we haven't really gone back in a while, so. Get we that need, pho, man. We need to do that. Get when that get, recipe. When we get back from Country X. Yeah, Country X. Myanmar. All right, let's hop into some interest now. You ready for this, my man? I got some shit for you. I'm ready. Yeah, mine's going to be pretty short, but it's a fucking Monday night, so what do you expect? What do you, what do you want out of this? So I'll just get into mine. All right, let's do it. So basically what I want to talk about is how nowadays it's so easy to get into stand-up comedy. What? It's everywhere. It is, yeah. Yeah, you, with the streaming services, you got your Netflix, you got your Hulu. Hulu. You know what I'm saying? You got your Amazon Prime. Crunchy Rare. Uh, there's, no, there's none of that on that. Not yet. That I know of, at least. Yeah. You could be a ginseng dealer and you <laughs> end up on, on a Crunchyroll. Yeah, if you want to get what he's talking about, go ahead and listen to this episode instead of watch it. Yep. If you know what I'm saying about it. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, so, I'm, I guess kind of the way I got into stand-up comedy was through podcasts, actually. I started mm. listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. And he's friends with all the big stand-up comics. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a stand-up comic himself. Oh, yeah, he is. Which, I guess he's funny. I don't think he's, like, that funny. I don't think he's, like, as good as, like, other comics say he is. Yeah. But I think he is funny. I think he is funny. But it's just, if you listen to the podcast, he kind of, a lot of his comedy is stuff that he talks about on the podcast. It's just stuff that's in his head, I guess, right? Yeah. But... Um, one one comedian that I found through Joe Rogan that I really love his, his stand up specials, which I, I've seen all of his stand up specials, I think on Netflix. Um, is Tom Segura? Oh man, I'm so glad you're talking about this. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he actually also has a podcast, which almost all the comedians have podcasts too. So if you're if you keep running out of stuff to listen to because you listen to our podcast every time it drops, and mm-hmm. then you're like, man, I need more content because you know, just one podcast a week isn't enough. Well, yeah. go check these guys out. Uh, if you, even if you were to go check out Joe Rogan himself, his backlog, he's got a thousand episodes out. Like many, much more than that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's got oh, easily over a thousand episodes. So yeah. go, if you want to check that out, you've got a never ending catalog yeah. there in and of itself. They say he's the godfather of podcasting. Yeah. And I second that because through the course of his podcast, he's had scientists. He's had, like, if you think of any, like, level of celebrity, 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 yeah, you name it, like, he's had it on. He, he's yeah. had Mel Gibson on. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I bet that was a, he's that had, was a great conversation. He's had scientists. He's had whack jobs like Sanjay Gupta. He's had Tom DeLong from Blink-182. He's had Tom DeLong from yeah. Blink-182 talk about aliens. Yeah, yeah, talking about aliens the whole time. Yeah. And if you watch his, the YouTube video too, he the whole time he is almost in utter disbelief of yep. what he's being told. He's had a country artist known as Honey Honey mm. and also Sturgill Simpson. Did he have a Wheeler on there? Wheeler, Wheeler Walker, Walker Jr. Jr. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he I like him a lot. That. That's where I found out about him. Yeah. Yeah, which Wheeler Walker Jr., if you don't know who he is, he's kind of the little dicky of the country world. If you, you bitch, yep. you broke my heart, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. one of his tracks. <coughs> and little dicky, if you don't know who the little dicky is, and lose my number. Yeah, lose it right now. Just kidding. Lose that subscription button. He's basically 
He's a rapper who kind of makes fun of rap. Yeah. He's I guess, a, no, I guess he doesn't make fun of rap, but he's, he's just, just like a stereotypical Jewish guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just a rapper who makes funny raps. Yeah. They're not even really parodies. They're they're originals, but they're just, just funny. Witty, yeah. 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 He's good. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I Tom, you were telling me that the first time you had heard of Tom Segura was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And yeah. The first time I had heard of Tom Segura was watching his very first stand-up special and like, shit. It's been a minute. Oh my God. 2011, 2012, something yeah. like that. Maybe yeah. even 2010. Yeah, possibly. And I was like, I was like, I was like who's this fat, funny guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and his particular humor is so dry too. Like the, the, way, he, <laughs> the way he says it is so dry. Yeah. yeah he's but very just- Insightful. Yeah. Observational. But, and he, all, he also- he says the things that uh, nobody else kind of dares to say in public, but everybody is saying in their head. Yeah, you know they're what I mean? thinking it. He drops the R word all the damn time because yeah. if you think about it, the word retard actually isn't, you know, <laughs> it shouldn't be as scrutinized as it actually is. Yeah. But that's Paul's part of the genius of his brand of comedy is that it kind of makes you think at yeah, the same for time, sure. you know? And I, I think the best comedy is stuff that you relate to on a personal level. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think his latest his latest special where he's like, man, I really wish I was home right now. And like, that's how he opened up his special. Yeah. And it's like, everywhere I go, that is the the number one thing on my mind is, really wish I was home right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, As shit. soon as I leave my house. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way yet. Man, I wish <laughs> I was home right now. You walk out the door. I wish I was home right now. Yeah. Yeah. Home is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. Yeah, home is where the heart on is. Home is where I hang my heart on. <laughs> Big ass heart on you, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and it is episode title. Though I touching my step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom Segura is cool. Yeah, Tom Segura is the shit. He's definitely one of my favorites. Check out his podcast, Your Mom's House. Check out his, his specials and yeah. all that shit. Another one is a Brian Callen. He also has a podcast with uh, a UFC heavyweight, or a former UFC heavyweight. He's retired now. But when they started it, they, so it's called The Fighter and the Kid. But um, yeah, I found out about him from Joe Rogan, but uh, he was actually in The Hangover. He's, he's been in a lot of like small role movies. Yeah, I'll put his photo right here. You've seen him many a time. You've seen his face. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, me, Nat- I said, me and Natalie, Hello. actually, yeah, exactly. It's that guy. That's the guy. Strip club owner from <laughs> The Hangover. Yeah. And he's the coach in, um, shit, what's that show called? Meet the Goldbergs, I think. Meet the Goldbergs. Or just the Goldbergs, I think is what it's oh. called. But it's like an 80s throwback show. Is and, it a- And he plays the gym coach. Wet Hot American Summer? Something no. Like oh. Nope. But uh, we we've seen him live twice actually, and his specials, his stand up specials are hilarious. It's a it's a different kind of comedy. It's really physical, you know. Like he, he does like a lot of like movements. Yeah, you know, like with his comedy, like and his, Dan Cook kind of. Uh nah, nah, different, hmm. different. You just gotta check it out. Just gotta see it. Yeah, try I'm it just, out. I'm just gonna list them. I'm going to list them. There you go. Also, Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia? 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 Yeah. Never D-E-L-I-A, heard of him. D-E-L-I-A, I think is what it is. I've never heard of him. He's hilarious. Yeah? Yeah. 
I keep wanting to like do their bits, but I know I'm not going to do it justice and I'm just going to ruin it. So this whole interest is just me telling you about people who I think are hilarious that I think are funny guys. And you can just go check it out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, they're on YouTube, they're on Hulu, they're on Amazon Prime. Keep, keeping with the theme of uh, manilials being manilials and having infinite access to infinite information, yeah. Just type these people in Google. Yep, Google it if you like to laugh. I'm sorry. Laugh. I'm sorry. Our lives are so great because of the internet. Yeah. Sorry. Um, things are so easy now, and you don't have to uh, kill your horse at sunset and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Know what I'm saying. <laughs> Good point Thanks, about buddy. sunset and the horses. <laughs> whatever you whatever you meant by that, I agree with that. I think it's the Dosegi's talking. To be honest, yeah, it does that. Yeah, attacking about. So Delia, Chris yeah, Delia, Chris Delia. I've never heard of this guy before. He's hilarious. Yeah, does but, he have a Netflix special or? Um, I think so. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna look it up right now, but he's got a YouTube. You special. look it up. You look it up, bitch. Shit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're so unaggressively aggressive. <laughs> I know. Um, no, nah, but he's hilarious. Oh yeah. Okay. So so here's a couple things. So most of these comedians I've found through podcasts, and one thing I notice is as I'm listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. one thing that I I love to hear from a comedian. It, it's it's kind of like my comedy dar my comedy radar mm-hmm. is um so so a lot of comedians while they're while they're just doing podcasting they're like dropping punchlines and i don't i don't oh, yeah i don't really like that really yeah because like i like i feel like it, it just it does doesn't it take sound, you out of the experience it doesn't sound organic yeah it, like it sounds like they're doing something okay you know, like, like they're they're putting on a show yeah like they're yeah. putting on a show or something you know but and but brian Callen. Chris D'Elia, Tom Segura, when they're on Joe Rogan and they're just talking to him, they're just having a normal conversation. They're just an outlook on on life and just the things that they say that are just their normal takes mm-hmm. are just fucking funny. Yeah. They're just uh, hilarious people. And I think that's that's partially why they got into comedy in the first place was that yeah. they're, they're genuine takes on reality are funnier than the average person. Yeah. And if you were to ham it up on the air just because you're on the air and it it feel artificial, that doesn't help anything out. But whenever you're, when it's you, um, Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer and you're shaving him on the air and you guys are eating pizza because you yeah. won a weight loss competition. Yeah, and you're just talking, yeah, another one. And you're just talking shit the whole time. Burt is another one. That's funny. People enjoy that kind of shit because it's yeah, like... it's genuine. It's, 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 and you're just a genuinely funny person. Yeah, it's like you're just hanging out with your buddies and you're all cracking jokes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And this is going to get real creepy, but confession time. I actually had a dream that I was hanging out with Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. Yeah. And like we're just like chilling, like as, as like yeah. bros. I have those all the time with like my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. Just we're just hanging out. Like, hey, you want to write a song? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what I'm sure. doing here. I mean, <laughs> Shit. You try to be cool, but you're like, fuck, I'm being yeah. lame right now. I mean, yeah, I guess. In oh your dream, you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wake I mean, up in a sweat. I mean, I mean, only if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I wake up in a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is are you sure it's sweat? I don't know, man. It just it stays like, in my pants. Uh, mostly. That's, what is this? The Jello and <laughs> it's the uh, 
It's the one I cry if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, dick spit. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I love it so much. Oh, good. Yeah. This, is, this episode's going to take so much editing. <laughs> this is Danon. Oh, that must, I, I, this is the dose egg he's talking probably but this is the same yeah, let your sober self decide yeah, what's staying yeah, we'll in figure out what's staying in and what's staying out <laughs> oh jeez oh yeah so I also really love Aziz Ansari yeah but a lot of comedians hate on him do you like his stand up that's what I'm talking about I'm not a big fan of his stand up really why just kind of I don't know there's there's I, I guess like I might be one of like the stand up plebs. I I want the I want them to kill, you know. Yeah. And and not not every single word, but I don't like going what I feel like are um Around. longer longer than average uh periods in which I'm not laughing. Gotcha. You know you know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like Aziz does that. His that stuff is probably, you, that doesn't make you a pleb though, because a lot of people who are comedy purists really hate on Aziz. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's terrible by any means, but I'm not, you know, I don't, and I don't want to be like, ha, 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 you know, every yeah. single word that comes out of his mouth is just a punchline. No, but like, it, it just feels like the, the the setup to his, the entirety of his set is, a lot of it is, in an, in fact, set up. And that kind of takes me out of the experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I I think he's much funnier in per. I think he's much fun not in person, but uh, like uh, on set. You know, he was he was absolutely brilliant in uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, You name pick a movie, he's been fantastic. Parks and Arrested Development. Parks and Arrested Development. Yeah, you you pick a movie, he's been he's been fantastic in it. And then not only that, but like when he improvs on stage, I was watching the uh, the James Franco uh, the roast of James Franco, and he was on there, and uh, you know everybody before him. Was making gay jokes about James Franco, you know, and, yeah. and he got up on stage. He's like, "What the hell's with all these gay jokes?" And you could tell he was improving the whole thing. And he's yeah. like, "He's like, you think you open a book every once in a while, dicks just start, like start flying out at you, and you know, yeah. just you take a shower every once in a while, and you're gay as hell, like <laughs> just just like off like off the cuff, uh, completely observational hilarity." But I feel like whenever he's on stage. Doing his own set, it's very, um, I don't, I don't like. There's a lot of, there's, there's almost too much thought that kind of goes into it yeah. to make it as like, good as possible. But too I feel much like, writing, sort of. Yeah, I feel, I feel like something like the, the, I don't know, genuineness is kind of lost in that. That's hmm. yeah, I, it's weird. I don't feel that with a lot of other comics, but I feel like maybe with he might be a perfectionist and just trying really, really hard to make. He for sure is. Is that what yeah. it is? Okay. Like I know one thing that he gets criticized for is that he's actually done like focus groups. I'm like, oh, so which joke did you like? Which one did you didn't like? Really? Like, getting like data and stuff. But you don't have to do that when you're genuinely funny, you know? I, yeah. I, neuroticism, I guess, is what it is. You just want to make sure it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, just personally, I just I think he is funny. So. Yeah, and that's all that matters. There's always going to be a core group of people yeah. that that enjoy you know what you what you do, and as long as you're I guess keeping that up and doing it for them, that's really all that matters. But at the same time, um, I just think you're so much, I just think he's so much funnier when he's, he's genuine, you know, when yeah, he's just, yeah. he's just being himself. 
Yeah, and and like I said earlier, that's that's what I like about most, or I guess that's what gets me into most comics that I'm into right now. Yeah, is initially just them being themselves, mm-hmm. and they're just funny. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, let me take out their, you know, their their stand-up specials or whatever. Yeah, what you were telling me, when you first introduced me, because I'd known about Tom Segura for a while just because of his, his stand-up specials, and I I've always thought like that's. He seems like a cool guy to hang out with and just people watch with. Yep. You know, because he's he's and gonna in an awkward conversation with yeah, this here. It was just like the gays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's he's gonna he's gonna say the shit that you've always been thinking about. Um, but you told me that the first time you had you had heard of him was when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, yep. and that he was just kind of like the chillest, most down to earth guy yeah. there. He wasn't trying to be funny, but they're just talking and. The shit he would say would just make me just laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, just normal, just because I mean it's not it's not that it's normal, but it's it's not him trying to make you laugh. It's just his like take on the world. Yeah, and life is just funny. It just it, it speaks to you. Exactly. Yeah. And oh my god. Okay, so another one. Write it down. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. I think I've heard of this guy. Theo Vaughn. This guy, right? Yeah. I'm kind of sexist when it comes to comedy. I don't think girls are funny. Whoa! Hey, girls are smart and funny. Sorry. Get over it, you sexist pig. But, you know, I actually do like the Amy Schumer movies. Yeah? Surprisingly. Like, I thought I was going to Like the the movie movies? Yeah. She she has, like, movies. Yeah. Like, films. (gasps) Like, film movies. Like, film movies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty funny. Yeah. No, but Theo Vaughn, he's from Louisiana, and he has this like, I mean, he has like kind of a country accent, right? And he's just like his takes on things are just hilarious. Because I mean, I've heard him on Joe Rogan, I've heard him on mm-hmm. Fighter of the Kid podcasting, and like the stuff he says is is almost like written jokes. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like I said, like he's trying to drop punchlines and stuff. Yeah. It just sounds like he's talking, but it's like, it sounds exactly like it's comedy. He just, that's just how he thinks. He just comes up with it on the fly, sort of. Yeah. But, and, and he says that, like, just his wording of things makes me think that, so he talks like he's dumb, but his wording of stuff, it just sounds really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he'll talk about like a normal thing that like somebody else might, it might be like ridiculous. But he'll like turn it funny somehow. Yeah, just by being himself. Just by just by saying his like normal takes on it. Yeah, and just his wording too. Like uh, one thing, like I've heard him say a bunch of times is like he'll be like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example to to explain it, but he might be like, yeah, Justin. Well, his sound bites. He just he's got the dark arts. You know what I'm saying? He just he just pushed that button. And you just feel something deep down. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. he's like, he's got the dark arts. Like, you know, he like says it like that. And you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? The dark arts? Yeah. And he's like, you're like yeah, he, he hit that button. And it was like, Ugh, and I was scared for my life. <laughs> like, you know, he's yeah, just like. So it's like the, the, the hundred different things that that could possibly mean. Like the dark arts, you know. It's just kind of like the way he's like, he's like so. Throat worm. Three. <laughs> Throat worm. That's three. 
He's he's just like so country sounding, but he'll he'll throw in some like shit that a country dude would never talk about. Yeah, like you know, like the dark. He arts. sounds familiar. I swear, I've heard of this guy before. All right, we'll check out his special. I swear, I probably should. Probably both of them are. Is he on many. Netflix? Probably. Yeah. They give us they give specials to everybody. I should I should have done more research <laughs> for this. No, it's Monday night, man. That's yeah. what we do. I'm just riffing. Yeah. Yeah, because I just love stand up comedy. Yeah. I hear uh, the very first stand-up show we'd ever been to was for Natalie's birthday. Oh, yeah. And that was, uh, what was her name again? I don't remember. Kristen. I forgot. Christina. John. John. (laughs) Who knows? Um, She was good, though. She uh, she was hilarious. I remember the whole thing uh, for me, because I thought we were going to like an amateur night or something, and I was like, I was like, every time they make me laugh, I'm going to take a drink. And oh yeah, I got hammered because I was surprised that you actually did it because I thought that by by establishing almost a self challenge mm-hmm. that you were gonna like force yourself to not be amused, but you literally were still open to it. So mm-hmm. you're like, all right, yeah, no, I just left. I'll I, take a drink. I definitely I let the experience take me where it needs to go. Yeah, because that in of in and of itself is a story to tell. So you know, yeah. I, I'm my my ego and my pride don't will never overshadow what the experience could be. So and that uh, was the night Orion was conceived. That was the very night that he was born, my man. He's actually a lot older than he looks. I mean, than he seems because that's the oh, he looks. He looks yeah, he old. looks like he's uh, he looks older like about than five years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she. Uh, there was there was a comic that went on that opened up the night, and he was. Decently funny, so you know I had yeah. maybe a few swigs with him. The comment that that went on before her was pretty damn funny, so I had yeah. a, a few more swigs. I think I actually had to order another drink by that point. And then when she went on, I was like, "Oh shit!" Hey. I was swigging just like back and forth, man. And I had to really? order drink. Like I had to order drink after drink after drink. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun night. Yeah, that was a cool night, man. It, it, there's nothing like experiencing a comedy show for. I would say true blue comics than experiencing it in person. Like the next time Tom Segura comes around to Dallas, I want to go. And I know we just missed it not too long ago, yeah, but yeah. the next time he comes around or the next time him and Christina come around for uh, a live podcast or something, I want to go to it. I'm down. Yeah, that, exactly. We have to do it. The next time, uh, like, uh, oh, shit, who's, who's another one of my favorite podcasts? Uh, not favorite podcasts, favorite comedians. Uh, oh, shit, I don't think I'd ever be able to afford... Dave Chappelle's show. Yeah. You know, it, it, he's one of the greats, but... Dude, you know what's crazy about that, though? Hmm. Apparently, well, we don't live in California, but if we did... So there, there's a spot called the Comedy Store, which is like this... I hear about it all the time. Uh, yeah. Polly Shore's mom ran it, right? Yeah, back yeah. in the day. But it's just like mecca of comedy. Mm-hmm. And like apparently, Dave Chappelle just kind of pops in and does sets. Yeah, so um, like you might be there just watching some some random, and then all of a sudden Dave Chappelle will come up and be like, "Oh, hey guys, you mind if I run some new material by you?" And you're just like, uh, "Yeah," you're just like, you're like uh, well, "Yeah, of course, yeah." Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I think I remember. Oh, shit, who was it? It was probably like a younger comic on your mom's house, and they were talking to, to Tom and Christina, and they were like, "Yeah, man, I had a I had a spot at um, at the comedy store, and then." All of a sudden, Dave Chappelle walks in. He's like, "You guys mind if I take your spot?" Basically, and he's like, "Yeah, of course, Mister Chappelle." Uh, yeah, duh, uh, duh. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get the fact you get the chance to close out for Dave Chappelle. 
That's crazy. And the fact that he, this man is so dedicated to comedy that he will go in on a night that he was never, never scheduled for just to, to do a set for something that he loves. Yeah. That's, that's dedication. Yeah. Right? He's a freaking enigma, man. Like he, in the midst of his peak fame, just said like, this is, this isn't what I want for my career. And just said like, fuck you. And went to Africa. Yep. You know? Yeah. Like at the top of his game, like with the Chappelle show, literally at the top of his game. This yeah. was pre. They were about to start season three of Chappelle's show, yep. and it was already the biggest show in the world. And you know, all the other producers were pissing on his creativity, and he just said, "Fuck you guys." I'm See go- you. I'm going home. Yeah. Wait, was that racist? No, 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 no. Okay. Where's my racist button? Shit. Shit. <laughs> I didn't say it. The, the computer did. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe you should find that button. <laughs> should probably find it now. Yeah, yeah th- this is a man who is so. I feel like you're not looking very hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually. That's what my dad tells me. Yeah. Yeah, this is a man who has like, who has been so dedicated to the craft itself that he yep. refused to let the bureaucracy of the whole thing influence yeah. his fame. Yeah. Money. Shit, dude. And what there was, like, he did an interview recently when he, uh, right after he came back, and he was like, Do you know how much money they offered me for Chappelle's show season three? He said, It was astronomical. And he goes, You know what that kind of money does to a person like me? Makes me go crazy. So I went to Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he would have been rich beyond his, his wildest yeah. dreams, but at the same time, it, like, at what they're cost? They're doing stuff like trying to make him not say the N word. <laughs> Let the man do what the man does. It's Dave Chappelle. Let the man do what he does. He wants to drop some M bombs. Let him drop an M bomb. Let he, any he, bo- he can drop M bombs on PBS. He's fucking Dave Chappelle. <laughs> PBS. Yeah, okay. Dave, let him on Sesame Street. Fucking Dave Chappelle. Drop right? an M bomb or two. Yeah. If he wants to drop into fucking Mr. Rogers Playhouse. He can drop some fucking M bombs. Let him do it. Let him do it. This man's a freaking genius. God. And if you, if even if you watch his latest stand up specials, they're, uh, I think they're a work of. Art. They're the work of yeah, a work of art. They are the work of a genius who has refined his skills over a very long period of time. And um, his most recent ones, if you watch them, it's actually kind of a peek behind the curtain because he has like one of his specials is his culmination of what he's been working on. He's been writing, he's been doing it, whatever, blah blah. And it's a special, so it's like a normal special of what most comics do, where they they work on material, they perfect it, they hone it down to samurai sword like quality, and then they release it, and then they stop telling those jokes because everybody knows them. Yeah. And then after that, they have to build up new material for a while, and then maybe they'll make a new special out of that material. Yeah. But what Dave Chappelle did was he released a normal special. And then maybe five months or six months later, he released another special. But that second special was basically like new shit. And he didn't give a fuck. He was like, hey, this is an unfinished product. But hey, look, look, this is part of the process. It's so crazy. And it's, uh, it's kind of uh, like groundbreaking or whatever. You yeah. Know? It's like the epitome of like he literally is just like a freaking comedic purist. He's, he's, he's the highest level of, of, of. Artistry, I guess. It's like a god sitting on top of its own mountain. He's like the Van Gogh of stand-up. Yeah, like you, you can tell too. The president cut his ear off. Yeah, <laughs> the guy, like um, I think the one you're talking about is where he's just like sitting, just like chilling out in this place. Like he asks yeah, a guy for like a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy brings him a cigarette. Yeah, 
you can tell like he's working on new stuff, and he's 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 like he's laughing at his own shit too. Like the man is completely absorbed in comedy, just in general, and he is trying out. He's trying new shit out at that show. People are loving it. He's which he's, most, most comics are afraid to let you see them in the work it out. Basically, yeah. yeah. Which may, maybe not, maybe not you live, but you in a special where it's it's something that's going on Netflix. It's something that's part of his legacy now. Yeah, like I, I've never heard of any comic ever putting themselves that vulnerable of a state. Yeah, like down in 1080p for the world to see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, he um he c- compared to any other comic, he definitely he laid it all out on the line. He's just a straight to, gangster, dog. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a level of I don't know of just like not caring. He was by like this Robin point. Hood men in tights. <laughs> he was. I think there's a well, I thought worm. Uh, there's a level of like not caring by this point, but there's also a certain bravado that goes along with being um, the best of the best. And it's like, shit, I can do whatever I want to on stage. I'm I'm going to film a special of me trying a whole bunch of shit out, and what do you know? It kills. Yeah, I, I watch. I've watched every single one of his his specials that's, that's come out on Netflix, and they're, they're every single one of them is fantastic. They all have a completely different feel from the last, but they're in their own regard, they're they're brilliant. Yeah. Because the man himself is brilliant. For sure. Yeah. He's an enigma. He definitely is. He's an enigmatic genius. Enigmatic nomad. He's an enigmatic comedic genius. He definitely be. Yeah, he be. Yeah. So check these guys out, man. Yeah. What are you waiting for? God. And I, I could probably go on for like many much more comedians, but I think I hit the main ones that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And we're running quite long, so I'll let you jump into yours. She you ready for this? Yeah, super excited. I'm super excited to hear about what super excitement is. She's super excited to hear about my super excited is. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, my man. All right. I'm talking about what I'm super excited for is Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, yeah, sir. You're so late. I know, dude. I yeah. Um. So. Uh. Referring back to the I'm surprised you even want to talk about this. Like it's gonna be so hard to not accidentally spoiler. <laughs> Don't spoil anything for me, please. Okay. Harkening back to the test episode that we had done that you'll never hear, which you should go check out, by the way, but you'll never be able to. But also yeah. go check it out because it's great, but you won't be able to. Hey, I actually had somebody come to me and say I started watching Dragon Ball Super because of listening to that episode. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, we actually, we had a decent amount of people that checked it out and I was like, holy shit, we should probably take this down pretty soon because <laughs> it was a freaking test episode. One day we will release that test episode and then we ha- I think we have one a- one after that too that we'll probably release. But it's bonus content probably. Yeah, so on that test episode, uh, our buddy Enrique was telling us all about Goku's new transformation in Dragon Ball Super. And from that day, my interest was 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 peaked and sparked, but you barely started. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's taken me a long time. It takes me a long time to get where I need to go, but but I'm, you know what? That's okay because from that day, from that point to mm-hmm. actually ending, it has been such an uphill battle. <laughs> yeah, such an uphill battle. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I've heard about it. So. 
I just started watching DB Super on Saturday when you guys came over to play Zombie Side. Whoa, you cleared a lot, dude. Yeah, I'm like you cleared a lot. I'm like then. 40 episodes in or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mr. Scatooty Pooty Fruity Booty, uh, Mr. Uh, Mortician Cadaver Worker, um, who uh, was on uh, one of our episodes. Actually, he hung out with me on on Saturday. He was like. You got to catch up on Super. And me. I seen him too. Yeah. He's like, you got to catch up on Super. And I was like, shit, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and put <laughs> shit, it. bitch. <laughs> go ahead and put that shit on right now. Put it on. And so we, you, you took out the VHS, yeah, popped it in there. Like, yeah, exactly. It wasn't rewound, so I got to freaking <laughs> rewind it. Yeah, it took like 10 extra minutes. So we watched. We started watching it. Uh, I watched it from what, what could be considered Resurrection F. Because yeah, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know that. The, so they have the movies. They have... Um, uh, the Battle of the Gods, and then they have Resurrection F, but Dragon Ball Super also has those movies the in, same in episodic form. Incorporated. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so, but, but here's the thing about Dragon Ball Z movies that, as a small child, really confuse the shit out of me. They The movies are sort of, and a lot of anime movies are separate timelines that yeah. are, don't exist in the timelines of the series. So they they might like sort of be in line with the like thematically. Yeah. But they're they're not really in any specific Yeah, the dead giveaway is that they're never referenced. Yeah. So like the movies are never referenced in the show, the show is never referenced in the movies too. It's oh, like Oh, dude, except for So Broly was never in Dragon Ball Z, right? Mm-hmm. It was just a movie, right? Just the movies, the three movies that he was in. Okay, well, I mean, this is a baby spoiler, but it's not a big deal. But, it's been out long enough. Yeah, well, I don't want to spoil you, though. But but for you guys, it's been out long enough. But not Broly, but um, a... So you know how Broly was a legendary Super Saiyan? Girl Broly is what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. There's a girl Broly yeah, I, from a different universe. I've heard of that, yeah. That's cool. It's like that's a, that's a cool thing. But it's at this point, Dragon Ball Super is almost like a uh, I don't know, like a like a like a narrative of Dragon Ball just in general. You know, they have the ability to to reference uh, upon itself, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and so uh Scooty was telling me too, like they 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 kind of retcon Oob's um, appearance in uh, like the end of Dragon Ball Z, and they kind of make his appearance brand new to the canon, I guess. But they're also able to do that with a lot of other things that have happened in DBZ. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? Yeah. So the girl Broly in one of the alternate universes too. That that's I don't think that no, that's actually never been done before. Yeah. That you can reference a movie character in yeah. the show in the canon. I don't think it has either. Like of of any anime that I could think of. I mean, freaking yeah! Think about it. Like all the all the movies that have ever existed in these universes, uh, for even Naruto. Like they're all yeah. completely separate original animations. Yep. Just for I don't know, just for the sake of being movies with these characters. It's just separate entertainment. It's like reading the book uh, again. Yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. It's just, just another. It's just another thing for you to digest. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, I guess shit, I guess it's like Star Wars. You know, it's like what's canon, what's a, what's EU extended yeah. universe. Yeah. Um, like movies, 
in anime tend to be extended universe. Yeah. So it's like it's the characters you know and love, but it tends to be sort of a separate timeline where it, it's just not. It doesn't really coexist, like coexist with the events of mm-hmm. the series. Or sometimes, sometimes it it will kind of in such a way that it's not really like part of the series, but it's like it, maybe it'll explain some some backstory or it'll. It'll 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 say it'll tell you some stuff that the that the series never told you. Yeah, it's kind of like with the uh, Bardock. Yeah, like Goku's oh yeah, da- Goku's dad. No, it's 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 true to the mythology, but it it doesn't burden itself with like the chronology, like in yep, the yep. yeah. That's a that's a great way to put yeah. it. Um. So, yeah, I mean the fact that super <laughs> super explains a lot too. For like as far as I've been in it. Um, and how I was saying, it, it, it's like it almost breaks the fourth wall with things that um, have been present throughout the entire series. Like there was one point in Resurrection where uh, Vegeta was talking about Goku, and he was like, "He's like, you're an idiot. He's like, you've never managed to get smarter over all these years." And it, yeah, it almost feels yeah. like what we've been thinking this whole time. Like, yeah, yeah, Goku's an idiot, and it's like, how the hell has he not gotten smarter? And he's like, fifty years old, dude. But wait, do you do you not agree that they made him dumber? Like he was always, I think he so. was always dumb, but I yeah. feel like in Super, he, he's like, he gets so dumb. Well, as where I am in Super right now, um, it's really, everything has been really lighthearted so far. So it feels like he is able to <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, like prance around as an idiot and it be okay. You yeah. know, like even the, the, the tournament so far. So, so where I am, um, Goku and, Piccolo just got defeated by Frost, and I was like, "Holy shit, Frost is such a cool freaking guy!" And then I was like, "Oh my god, he's actually a bad guy. Kill that guy!" Um, and then now it's Vegeta's turn, and I haven't, I haven't. That's had- why, like the whole time, you're like, "It's so weird seeing uh, a nice uh, Frieza," uh, yeah. and I'm just like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> and then I respond, I was like, "Oh shit, wait a minute, he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's nah, dirty as hell." But you're you're in for a treat. Dude. I'm so excited. Vegeta has always been my favorite character, and, and it's weird. I think it's weird to hear that because nobody else I know is like, yeah, Vegeta's my, f-. everybody likes Goku, everybody, Gohan, Pickle, you name it. But Vegeta has always been my favorite character. And now I feel like maybe I get the chance to see, um, I get the chance to see him in his, in his true glory as opposed to a character that's used for Goku's development. You know, because it's always yeah, been, yeah. it's always well, been Vegeta going up against somebody, you know, losing, and then Goku overpowering and saving the day like he always does. But yeah. freaking Goku lost the second round that he was in, and then Piccolo lost that round, and then Vegeta's arrogance. He's like, "I'm gonna beat this shithead," uh, but you know, Frost was already uh, spoilers. Frost was already disqualified by this point, but Vegeta was like, "I have to beat him because he yeah. beat." Goku and he beat Piccolo. I have to. I've got to test my metal against him, and I've got to beat him. Yeah. And I and my hope for this is that he comes out on top, and that he kind of saves the day because Vegeta is a is a brilliant character. Yeah, he really is. He he has he has a lot of depth because he of any other character of any other series. I can't I can't think of a character that started out as a villain is now one hundred percent. A good guy. Yeah. Even though he, during the Majin Buu saga, Goes went back, back to being yeah, a villain. Yeah. But... Dude, that was... You want to talk about one of the first twists I had ever experienced in my life? 
that was one of the biggest yeah, ones. Yeah, for sure. Freaking Majin Vegeta. I was yeah. like, oh my God. And then just the um, the relationship between Vegeta and Goku, which I think most people don't really get because I think it, I think it's not just a... Uh, a, I mean, it really is a rivalry, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Goku always ends up coming out on top, but I I think there is that, that thing where if, if Vegeta wasn't there pushing him, mm-hmm. you know, it, it might stifle Goku's potential. Yeah, I think about it this way. Every single time Goku has ever gone to train like in the hyperbolic time chamber he's always taking vegeta with him anytime he has ever needed to seriously develop himself for a very powerful enemy it's always him and vegeta going against each other and in super it's a new level too of rival not necessarily rivalry but equal ground because goku ultimately does break through his limits but to a point where he's unable to replicate it. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the series, he's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to be able to replicate that again. But him and Vegeta are essentially on the same footing. Good. You know, so yeah. they're like, uh, you know, we're stuck at the same level, but Goku's like, Oh, I, I got past this level, but he's like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it now. But yeah. And I think Vegeta is such a, He's such he's so much of an interesting character that I don't think he deserves to be kind I just, of I want to tell you how how it ends so I'm bad. so excited to get through it. I don't think he deserves to be continuously just shoved off to the side again as a tool for Goku's development. I I love the fact that he has the ability to be on on equal footing with Goku because because I mean, there are so many times in Dragon Ball Z and in the movies where Vegeta basically ends up crying because he can never match Goku's ability, and then Goku saves the day by freaking dragon fisting, you know, uh, an enemy dragon or something. Fisting. You know, yeah. yeah um, it, it definitely sucks for Vegeta, but he kind of has that whole like, I'm the Prince of Saiyans. I'm supposed to be like this. Yeah. This yeah. high level saying he has the arrogance low, for this, sure. Yeah, and and you know Goku's supposed to be this low level like grunt who failed his mission to mm-hmm. to take over Earth. Literally, yeah. And he's the one with like basically this unlimited potential. Yeah. And I mean, technically, Vegeta has this unlimited potential. He's surpassed literally every single other Saiyan in all of history that you can think of that you can yeah. name. Even King Vegeta, even Broly, I mean, by the time of Super, even Broly. Oh, yeah. Even, like, everybody, but except for Goku. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with him um, being considered less than Goku just because of Goku's sheer will. And and I I almost feel like his stupidity has... uh, Freed him. him. Yeah, it's helped him. It's it's freed him from the burden of arrogance to to where he can he can truly transcend without having the arrogance weigh him down. Which is yeah. what's what's been Vegeta's problem this whole time. The arrogance has weighed him down because he's like, I'm supposed to be this. Elite. I'm supposed to be the strongest of the strongest. I'm supposed to be the greatest of of all. Yeah, and uh, all Goku thinks about is he he never 
thinks like, oh, I'm so powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm powerful than everybody else. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's a super powerful guy. Like, I want to fight him. Mm-hmm. And, and that, it's all, that's it's, all he ever thinks. It's, it's like, always, I just always want to fight this more powerful guy because it's fun. And it's always come from like a good place, dude. Like, it's never been like, I want to go kill that guy. It's like, I want to go, I want to go spar with that guy. You know, I want to go yep. see what this guy's made of. You know, it's the, yeah. the good hearted nature. And, and to the point where he always will start out the fight like at his lowest power level. Yep. Like he, he won't even, he won't even go Super Saiyan Blue to start mm-hmm. out a fight. He'll start with like Super Saiyan 1. Yep. And he'll fight the whole fight if he has to. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll get where he needs to go. I mean, going back to Dragon Ball Z, he gave Cell a sensu bean before he fought his son. You know? Yeah. If that doesn't speak to, to the character, I, I don't know what does. Well, there, I read speculation that Goku could have achieved Super Saiyan 2 like long ago. Before the events of of the wholesale tournament, mm-hmm. but that he specifically wanted Gohan to um, progress, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so he he wanted he wanted Cell to be Gohan's fight. Like that was his plan from mm-hmm. the get go. Um. Yeah, maybe. I, I think from like a. <laughs> How dumb he is. Yeah, from like a fatherhood standpoint, I think that's that kind of speaks against his character because uh, when it comes to like a megalomaniac who can destroy the entire planet, for it to be like a learning opportunity for my son, I would never take the chance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure, like there are opportunities for him to be stronger, but I wouldn't be like, all right, buddy. This is your go, <laughs> you know, uh, freaking transcend beyond uh, well, all this. How long ago did you watch the Cell Saga? Like, oh shit, dude! Like maybe fifteen years ago. Rewatch it because it kind of feels that way a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, Japanese culture and tradition is a little different. Yeah, maybe yeah. that, maybe that could have been Goku's plan the whole time. But I think um, over the course of time, Vegeta has kind of become the the underdog because of his. His, oh, for sure. His never-ending arrogance and you know yeah, yeah. his his attitude towards you know uh, you know Goku is you know he's just a he's a mudblood you know he's like <laughs> you know even though he's yeah, a full-blooded yeah. saying like he's you know he's a nobody he's a he's a grunt level yeah saying like the 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 dichotomy between him you know just like his his full-blooded saying um, uh, I don't know like the thought process that he should be the most strong in the universe but also that he understands that there's there are people out there way more powerful than him and that he is fighting for his family, he's fighting for the earth. Like that, those two rubbing against each other and and creating this real um uh, I don't this real issue inside of this one character is the most interesting thing in the world to me because God, like just like you said, when it came to the Majin Buu saga, like he flip flopped, he became evil, and he was doing this evil shit. He killed all those people in the stand. You remember that? Yeah. That shit stuck with me as I had nightmares about that shit because he literally slaughtered innocent people in that stand. And then he goes to fight Goku, and then he slowly starts breaking out of it, and then he tries to kill Majin Buu and ultimately redeems himself. Yeah. That like that's that's the. That's the stuff that you know. Some of the most interesting stories in the world are are made of it is is a person fighting against the the type of dichotomy. The type of, yeah, yeah. The, it's the dichotomy, the type of character that they've grown up to be, um, as opposed to the 
the person that they have become over time just right. based off of their interactions with their with their family and, and people I think, that they I think know. Cuz you can you can connect with them more. Yeah, I mean, you, think about it. Everybody's got some sort of dichotomy inside yeah. of them. If if it's like a if it's like a superman where it's like he's always been perfect, he never does anything wrong. Yeah. He's, you know, this just perfect hero. Yeah. You know, who who can can relate to that? But if it's like I don't know. If it's a if maybe it's a, Batman, I don't know. It's like some yeah. some some hero who yes, he's heroic, but he has these these issues. He has these, these like, flaws. This yeah. this, he he wants vengeance, but he's battling against it. He doesn't he doesn't want to want to hurt people, but there's definitely people that he would kill if he had the chance to. Yeah, I mean he has the chance to, but you know it's it's that dichotomy where yeah. Or it, it it just feels that much more human. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely. Um, I think he's the personification of of what a lot more people in this world feel like, as opposed to Goku. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most genius things about him is that he he really is the beacon of the human condition, and that's so interesting about him. And I've always thought this entire time. Um, that that's that's why he's been the most interesting character to me. That's why he's always been my favorite character is because he's the most real character on the show. I've always wanted to see him come out on top. You know, it's always been the case of Goku succeeding and then Vegeta succeeding. And then Goku succeeding, Vegeta. You know, it's always been Vegeta kind of lagging behind him. I've always wanted a just a shining moment for Vegeta to succeed. And I think his biggest success is the the um the happiness of his family because Bulma and Trunks, Trunks. Are, are they live the life and baby sis <laughs> yeah yeah and and bullet yeah they live the life man like they have a great life they're they're a loving family and even and though Vegeta and they're loaded and they're hell yeah they're loaded <laughs> they, they, Vegeta just always wants to train <laughs> yeah exactly but they they live a great life um you know Vegeta, it seems like he's. You can see him trying to be a good dad, but then just kind of resist it. Like you can see yeah. the 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 conflict going on in his head. Yeah. Um. But I've I've always wanted to see Vegeta really come out on top without Goku having to transcend before him. And I, I and I I really feel like and I hope that's going to happen in Dragon Ball Super. Don't tell me anything, but this is this okay, is like, just the hope uh, of an idiot. I'm gonna tell you is that okay? I'm gonna tell you my this is gonna be my overall critique of Dragon Ball Super okay. as an entire series. Um, I feel like it lagged a lot, mm-hmm. and I think that it stayed true to the elements of what I loved about Dragon Ball Z. Is there a lot of filler? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say filler. It's uh, it's a lot of action, but it's it's a lot of action you don't care about. Oh, okay. Um. So, but here's the thing, and I, I, the entire time I was watching the series, I was wondering to myself if that I've I've just been spoiled because I've seen so much anime now, where Dragon Ball Z, like I was. A fan of Dragon Ball Z before I knew what anime was. I didn't even know it was anime. I just, yeah, I just was like, "Oh, it's Dragon Ball Z." Yeah, that's what it. That's all it is, you know. Yeah. I didn't even watch Dragon Ball until after I watched Dragon Ball Z. Yep, you know. But I mean, there, there, there's so many elements in it that 
are fantastic and you will be so happy with Dragon Ball Super. Good. Because they are there and they're there tenfold. Like they make you just wanna like if you're if you're a little drunk and you're maybe holding baby Orion, <laughs> just maybe a little tear, maybe. Good. Doesn't make you gay. Just a little maybe possible yeah. tear. But at the same time, I'm just like, hey man, this is taking way too long. <laughs> And I'm like, cause I was having to like wait weekly. Yeah. You, okay. So what I, what you're doing? What what you did with DB uh, Super is what I did with Breaking Bad. I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. Yeah. I'm glad that by this point uh, they've already gone on the hiatus. The everything is essentially done by yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. So I can just binge the ra- shit. They out wrapped of it up. They wrapped it up. I can just binge the shit out of this series and. Um, yeah, and catch maybe, up at yeah. your own pace. Shit, maybe by the time that I'm actually caught up, the series will start up again. But like this morning, it it was kind of a surreal moment for me. Uh, I'm sitting in the kitchen and I'm watching DB Super and I look down to my right and I have Orion there with me and he's just watching me watch the show. You yeah. know, and I'm like, oh How my, weird. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, like I, I've got my son here while I'm experiencing a new uh, saga of Dragon Ball that I haven't had the chance to experience yet, and yeah. and I have a an offspring right here watching me do it. I, I can't wait until he comes of age and I can say, "All right, buddy, you ready?" and just sit there and watch Dragon Ball through Dragon Ball Z through Dragon Ball Super, and then hey, you want to watch Dragon Ball GT yeah. too? It's a different kind of thing, but and you it's might be like, like when you showed Isaac Star when Wars. I showed him Star Wars. That's exactly what it's going to be. But you'd be like, "What is this, bubs?" Yeah, this is weird. Oh my god, episode four, gross. You know? <laughs> but it, it, it's so uh, it's so cool because I, I I I'm so uh, childlike in my in, in my wonderment uh, of getting to watch this again because I remember the very first time I saw freaking Goku defeat Vegeta. You know what I mean during the Saiyan yeah. saga. I remember the first time Vegeta did his his final flash and blew off. Half of Cell's body. I, I remember and all I, this shit. I, I uh, 100% can tell your hatred of Frieza much <laughs> how I was because of just us texting back and forth. Because, I mean, if you if you came up, if you're uh, 27-ish, right? Just, if, just if around us, yeah. If you're around our age, you, you remember going home from school, watching Toonami, and seeing Frieza... Slay Krillin in cold blood, inciting the very first transformation into Super Saiyan, and just how shitbag of a person Frieza was. And I don't want to, <sighs> I don't want to spoil you on anything, but I just got to say that the way they ended it was the way they ended Dragon Ball Super was just perfect. Oh man, okay. okay. Yeah, there was. Uh, it took way too long to do it, but it was. <laughs> there was, <clears throat> there was nothing. Bless you, thank you. There was nothing in this world worse than watching Krillin beg for his life to his best friend and then explode in nothing. Yeah. The 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 emotions I felt from that episode <laughs> have. <laughs> They they honestly have impacted me and and partially made me the person I am today. The like 
I'm not kidding when I say Dragon Ball Z was my life for a significant portion of my life. There are so many things that happened in there that that shaped the person that I became because they were so influential in my life. <laughs> I think I might be. <laughs> thanks, uh, Robbie. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. We miss you. Um, yeah, like, dude, think about it, man. The way I grew up watching this shit, and I used to watch it weekly, dude. I used to watch, I watched it from the Saiyan saga all the way up to, I think, like the Cell saga before I uh, started, before I realized that they had come out before. And I started buying the Japanese VHSs and I, I started watching them. I'm not gonna lie, I uh, fell off halfway through the Boo saga. Really? Yeah, because I, I guess uh, I discovered girls or something. There you go. Yeah, no, I didn't. It's yeah. probably about the same time that I. Stopped gaming. Yeah, girls didn't like me in school, so. There's a gap for me in my gaming where I was a gamer, like, all my life, from, like, two years old to I was playing Atari and shit to, like, I don't know, like, PlayStation 2. Then I just started, like, just focusing on girls and sports. To fast forward, um... My wife bought me a, a Nintendo 64. <laughs> about three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. She bought me a Nintendo 64 in uh, Ocarina of Time to just kind of like let me... Re-experience like, it. Yeah, nostalgia yeah. out. And she fucking unleashed a, a cascade of events that... There you go. To now I'm back in gaming. And there I, you I, go. I've, I have modernized and That's- I have a PS4 and... A switch, and I'm back in the gaming full force. That's what I feel like with Dragon Ball, like with Super. So like Super has gotten so I um, after I don't know maybe five six years ago I I just kind of quit anime in general because yeah. I felt like all I of never it, even watched GT. Oh, I, I watched GT. I, I started to watch it and yeah. I was like, I don't like this. I watched it in Spanish, so. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, what? I, yeah, um, my buddy who lived next to me, he he went to his hometown. <laughs> he went to his hometown. I think it was Michoacan, and he bought like a whole bunch of the Spanish tapes, and I watched all of them in Spanish. And um, bless you. Yeah, watched all of them in Spanish. In and the bad guy uh, was Shinron. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, uh, Black Star Shinron, I think. Um, I don't even know what that means. Something like that. Yeah, like a uh, it, it's it's completely different. Like it's it's a very very different series. It, yeah. Like the feel is different too. But um, yeah, man, so much of Dragon like of what happened in Dragon Ball shaped the I guess the way that my my brain formed. Think about it, man. I grew up with Krillin as like your best friend this entire time, and then you watch him die in front of you. You know, not me. That kind of shit, man, that kind of shit tore me up. And then I watched freaking, I watched Gohan become Super Saiyan 2 and then kill yep. Cell, like with the power of yep. his dead father. Like that oh kind of. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just gotta, I just gotta, I just gotta say them. I was talking to Natalie about, like literally two days ago, about how, so Dragon Ball Z seems like these dudes with these supernatural abilities, but. It's written in such a way that it's very human. What it is is the utmost, um, the utmost expression of martial art ability, right? So, if you know, say, like, how do how do I explain it? So they're like so good at karate that they can fly. That's basically what it is. Yeah, you know, it's it's not like. 
they they're mutants or something like that. They're shooting fire out of their hands, which like that's what it looks like. But what a Kai blast is, it's literally like your spiritual energy, which is like, you know, in jujitsu, we're we're straightforward. We're 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 one hundred percent realist. So to us, this is one hundred percent fake. But <laughs> but some other martial arts might think that like. You can channel your spiritual energy <laughs> yeah. into a orb that you can shoot at, uh, yeah, at your enemies. Destroy some yeah. I remember and um, it'll hurt their spirit. I remember when Gohan was teaching Videl how to create like a uh, an energy blast and he was like, You just put he's like you put your hands in front of your chest and he's like and then you concentrate on the center of your body and it's like a waterfall and then you just pull it out. And then she creates like an energy beam, and I was like, "Holy shit, is that how you do it?" So like me and my buddies, we're all, to do it. and me and my buddies, and my cousin, we all sat there. And we're like, "All right, so you just concentrate on the inside of your body." <laughs> and, yeah. Okay. But it, it, I'm gonna it, sound like a complete crazy person, but I was these, I was a wee lad when I used to do this. But um, I used to like meditate super hard, and I thought that I could. Uh, I thought that maybe if I if I tried hard enough, I could achieve these levels, right? Yeah. And uh, I used to try to, like, with my breath, right, you breathe in, and you're breathing energy from the atmosphere uh. in, into your into your core, right? And then you, as you're breathing out, you transfer the energy, like, into your hands. And then I would make, like, a little ball of, of heat, you know? And I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, that must be my spiritual energy, right, yeah. that I'm channeling. Yeah. And so I'd tell my friends, like, hey, like, feel this, right? And I would be like, you feel that right there? And they'd be like. Yeah, the heat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'd, be like, they'd be like, wow, it's hot. And I'd be like, yeah, that's a fucking key blast. That's bitch. a key blast. You ready to get yeah, hit in the come, face with come it? Come ha, motherfucker. Yeah. Come me, ha, Yeah, my, uh, what's funny is that my, my, my middle school friend growing up, he uh, actually snagged his mom's credit card and Paid for this information. What? This is back in the day when you could pay money for this type of information, for the elite information, for the information that would teach you how to create your own keyboard. How to make some some warmth. <laughs> he paid money for this. Yeah, yeah. He paid yeah. money for it. Yeah. yeah. But you know it's weird. Like I don't believe any of that shit anymore as an adult. But I still do it whenever. Like I don't know. You did it right before we. Uh, um, I mean, we never we never cut on this podcast. We never do separate takes. But I mean, yeah, before we started this take, yeah. But yeah, no. But I mean, like, so sometimes whenever I'm, like, uh, I've done it a couple times where my wife will be like, "Oh, my back hurts really bad." So like, and like I'll be like, "Okay, here, let me try to like give you a massage, right?" But instead of like just massaging her, even though I think that it's like complete bullshit, I always like. Like I'll breathe the universe in and mm-hmm. just like channel it to my hands, like in my in my mind, and then I'll yeah. I'll put it into her back. Yeah, and it's like that sounds completely crazy, and I know it does, but it I don't know. It, there might be something there. Who knows? Maybe yeah. And uh, that was uh, maybe if I was good enough enough at it, if I was sane or something, I'd be able to fly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> again, I remember Gohan teaching Videl, and he was like. You just take the energy that you feel yeah. inside the core of your body and you just put it under your feet. And I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds easy as shit. 
Yeah, but no, but that's what, that's what's crazy about it though, because like, it seems like superpowers, but in the realm of that, uh, in the realm of like the Dragon Ball universe, it's not superpowers. What it is is like these super advanced martial artists who have taken their normal bodies or alien bodies or whatever the fuck to the utmost level of martial art, whatever. Yeah. And so now they can do these like crazy shit. And uh, one and I love that there there's always all these like callbacks to martial arts. Yeah. And one of the ones I told Natalie about was how like after Goku achieved uh, Super Saiyan, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Vegeta Super Saiyan. Oh, Trunks, future Trunks is Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I thought there was only one every 10,000 years or some shit, but it's yeah. like, oh, we're all Super Saiyan now. But Vegeta was trying to push past Super Saiyan. Yeah. And uh, future Trunks and him were, were training together, and they achieved something past Super Saiyan. But it, yeah, they, they called it Ascended Saiyan yeah. or like Super Saiyan I do remember that. 1.5. And, and they were like, Freaking massive, just yeah, they, swole. They were jacked, yeah. right? They were super strong, and and their power was like out, like at the wazoo, at the wazoo. But they were, they got their asses kicked from the androids because they're they, slow as shit. Yeah, because they were so buff that they got really slow. Yeah, and it's like that's just like a callback to martial arts. Like if you get if you get like too strong, you won't be a good fighter because yeah. you'll you know you won't have good endurance and you won't have good movement. I remember. Um, that I think it was around that episode and Gohan was like he was talking to Goku and Goku was talking about his transformations and he went whatever the ascended saying and he was massive and Gohan's like why don't you use that to fight itself because Gohan's like a little kid yeah and then Goku's like well then I'd be super slow he's like yeah, I wouldn't like, be able to garbage. defeat him yeah I'd be I'd be, I, I may look super powerful but I'm incredibly weak because yeah. I have this giant weakness, which and, is my speed. And Super Saiyan two, actually, I think muscular muscularity wise mm-hmm. is smaller than Super Saiyan one. Yeah, it's but it's much power wise. It's much more lean. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's like that that speaks volumes to the speed at which you can go. Yeah, it's like James Vick, you know, yeah. he's so lean, but he'll beat the shit out he's of you. He's just smack the shit, out of you. <laughs> yeah, because he's just quick. He's just he's like lightning. Yeah, yeah. So. uh yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked to see where the series goes from here. Again, yeah. I've I just kind of uh, have delved into it, and I, I'm just now at the very first um, uh, tournament. And I thought Frost was a good guy. I was like, oh my god, it's a nice freeze. That's it's crazy. Nice freeze tripped me out, man. He's like, a nice oh, freeze. That bitch got poison. I was like, oh shit, shit, that guy's a freaking poisonous guy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> poison is, he's all American poison he's guy. He's an all American poison guy, you know, McDonald's. And uh yeah, from New Orleans. I'm ready for I'm ready for him to to die because he's a piece of shit. He's so much worse than Frieza because you know Frieza was just out in the open, just yeah. a, a terrible piece of shit uh alien who would just Emperor take over everything. The universe. But this guy he hides everything beside uh, behind the facade of a nice guy. Like he, pretending like he's good. He even went to go see like all those children in that hospital or whatever. Yeah, he's and he like, probably poked them with his poison needles. Yeah, no, he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, go to sleep. But, uh-uh. <laughs> but he was like, well, there was one point where he was like, what did I tell the kids? You can never give up. But at the same time, this guy probably made those kids orphans to begin with. Yeah, he probably just, killed their parents. He's the, the biggest piece of shit in any multiverse. So, uh, yeah, uh, so far, I didn't expect Goku to be thrown out that second round. 
there's been a lot of stuff that has surprised the shit out of me. I I, I love the fact that Beerus has a, a fatter twin brother. Like <laughs> so far, this is like this is a person who has grown up with and have loved uh, the Dragon Ball series. This is their biggest dream. It's it's more Dragon Ball to sink your teeth into. Yeah. And so far, I'm not disappointed. I love the fact that there are multiple. Uh, new versions of Super Saiyan. Uh, I, I can't wait to see where the series goes, and I'm I'm just super excited to be to to be a kid again. You know, sweet. We'll yeah. talk about it again whenever you finish. Yeah, which will be uh, like three weeks from now, <laughs> something like that. I'm gonna like be so days. much further. Yeah, three days. Yeah, that three, three uh, big American guy days. Okay, but you've already spoiled it. You know about Ultra Instinct, so. Yeah, when Enrique brought that up the first time, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, you know, I didn't ever think that I would really start the series up again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess I just won't talk about it. Well, um, I'll talk about it again later. Yeah, like, uh, when, you, when you get back from the place that you're going to, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, definitely Country do it. X. Okay. Do you get it now? Trade Don't. deficit. <laughs> okay. <Don't. laughs> okay. Still, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, I'm Rob. just so excited about Thanks, these Robbie. Yeah, Robbie, we missed you, man. Yeah, come back. So yeah, that's, uh, that's all. I, come back. That's all I had about Dragon Ball Super and my just overall excitement with the Dragon Ball property that I get to experience again. Right on, man. Good episode. I enjoyed drinking and doing an episode. It's fun to drink to during yeah. these episodes. So, you guysies, let us know. Let us know what's better. Caffeinated us or alcoholinated us? Um, There's a huge difference between the two. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, we had we had like five or six shots each before this, technically. Even though they're not as strong as normal shots, but you yeah. know, they're still shots. And then we had we had this, some shots and some beers. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah. So I mean, we're we're many much more lighthearted right now. Yeah. We're probably more belligerent and <laughs> stupid sounding. And, uh, anyways, I forgot the point I was trying to make. It doesn't matter. Point the point I'm trying to make is uh, go like us on uh, Spotify. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> one day, man. One day we'll be on there. It sucks, man. No, but like us and subscribe and <clears throat> share. Yeah. And uh, leave voicemails and leave um, emails. Yeah. We, uh, <clears throat> oh my god Bless you Sorry thank you uh, We purposefully Did not have Any voicemails Or emails This episode Because again We just recorded um, Episode 23 Yesterday The day before This episode Yeah and We're sacrificing Our body it, And our minds It hasn't even Come out yet The episode will come out In two more days uh, So there won't be Any Yesterday's episode Will come out in two days Yesterday's episode Will come out in two more days This episode Will come out next week It'll be next Wednesday And then What are we doing on Wednesday My man Well Before Wednesday I'm driving my dad To the airport In like Four hours And then on Wednesday We're doing another podcast We're doing another episode To be released the following Wednesday, we're yeah. we're gonna keep these episodes fresh for you, assholes. We're, we're traveling and ask family. My dad's gonna be in Colombia. Well, I'm gonna be in country X. Okay. <laughs> I need a freaking Trump button. Yeah. So uh, 
we're doing all this shit for you guys just because uh, you love the podcast. I'm like, we don't love you guys at all. Like, not even a little bit. But you guys love us so much that we decided to give you more of us on time. Yeah, we're elite and discreet. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. It, it, the coolest thing, too, is that I can, I can really take my time editing these episodes. I might even throw in some special effects in the videos. What? Oh. Like, like this. Uh, it's it's something right there. You see, I don't know what the, I'm gonna put something. I'm gonna learn how to do something cool and I'm gonna put it right. Like, you see what he's holding right there in the insane. I'm gonna put something right there. It's gonna be crazy. Look at that. It's another thing that he's putting inside the thing. Look at that. See how crazy my video effects watch just like nothing happened there that entire time. That's probably what you're gonna do. Yeah, knowing sober you. I'm uh I know drunky was ambitious, but sober you, not so much. I'm pretty lazy, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say lazy, but maybe just busy. Yeah. But not as busy anymore because you don't have any shit bags to edit for, am I right? You are so right. No longer will I ever edit for the shit bags of this world. No longer will I take the broken eyed, dyslexic, shitty human <laughs> beings of the planet earth and try to make try to make their product as good as possible because that person no longer has a good product to edit to begin with damn all right right. damn damn yeah yeah so have a good week people yeah have fun um i'll see you on the other side yeah we'll see you on the other side um if you want to, in response to how maybe different this episode was, uh, which is a good thing, um, you need a little bit of variety in your life. Variety is you good. You can email us at idiotsyncraticpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a tender voiced voicemail at 682-422-9458. And, you know, if you... Uh, even if you mumble, that's okay because Google Translate will translate it to something completely unrecognizable, and then we'll and just read hilarious. that. Yeah, and hilarious. We'll just read that on the air if you don't want us making fun of your voice. You, you know? know what you should do that I would love? Hmm. Not you, um, them. Hmm. Leave us a voicemail with a mumble rap. Doesn't even have to rhyme. Yeah, do it. Or you could be like Hobo Johnson. Yeah, it could be a shitty Hobo Johnson um, font. Oh yeah, by the by the way, I don't know if you guys follow us on the on the socials, but you should. We actually got some hate. <laughs> so, we got some hate for being haters. So good, yeah. Yeah, this I, never have I ever gotten hate for being a hater before. Oh, I've gotten it all the time. But uh, yeah, this chick was like, uh, oh, how dare you hate Hubble Johnson? He's, uh, oh, she, what'd she say? How dare you hate on somebody who expresses themselves creatively through music or something? And I was like, bitch, first uh-huh. of all, that, that shit ain't music. Second of all, bitch, um, he's not good. Third of all, <laughs> uh, bitch, why don't you change out of them Jinkos? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, what actually happened was Justin didn't even address the question in question. He just, which he never does. He just, <laughs> he just opted straight for the troll. Straight for the troll. She was like, "I hope this is a joke." Uh, what do you mean? Um, 
viral for the wrong reasons and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, because and of what you said. Yeah, she was like, this is not a good look. And Justin was just like, Jinkos aren't a good look, bitch. <laughs> That's all he said. He, he didn't argue with her. He didn't say nothing like that. He was just like, just straight troll. <laughs> he, he, you, you watched me do it when we were playing Zombie Side. I was just like, oh, hold on, check this out. <laughs> yeah, I L O L'd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, send us all the hate mail you got. You can give <laughs> me shit. You can tweet it at us. You can oh, yeah. Instagram it, us. And then he proceeded to put that that tweet as our banner. <laughs> <laughs> we love we love hate mail. I we, love it. We love any mail on the idiosyncratic <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I live for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you have to say about us, you can tweet it at us. <laughs> you can email us. You can leave us an angry voicemail if you want to. You can Instagram us, Facebook us, and you know, you know what I'm thinking. You know what this episode has made me think. Hmm. I think we should start like live tweeting whenever we're gonna be at a certain spot. Oh, and local people can come talk shit to us at like a certain. Oh hell, a yes. certain restaurant or bar, yeah, or sushi or whatever the fuck we're doing, dude. We could be like, hey, like, because we just hang out randomly, yeah, and we we could have like maybe not a podcast, but just. Our fans or our anti-fans can come out and talk shit to us. <laughs> yes, let's do it, man. That'd be, that'd be just as good. Oh, dude, I live for that shit. Okay, so maybe we'll do that. So, I mean, if you, if you want to, I mean, if you're local and you, you want to come hang out with us or come yell at us, you got to fucking follow us first and pay attention. Yep. Because we'll, we'll let you know we're, when we're going to be someplace. We're at Idiotsyncratic Idiot Podcast at... Just about everywhere except for Twitter, where um, capital I D I zero T syncratic. So idiot syncratic, but instead of an O, it's a zero because some other piece of shit took uh, idiot syncratic for some unknown reason. What? Yeah, they took it, man. Why? Yeah. They some other Japanese piece of shit has uh, at pseudo future. They took that shit. My oh shit! <laughs> I thought this was gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some other piece of shit took. Uh, oh, you're so loud in my not. They took at pseudo future, so we have to be at underscore pseudo future underscore or something like that. And so you look like the fake pseudo. We look like the fake one. Yeah, this is like freaking. This guy's got a frog for a, an avatar. Okay, he's, he's a one, one more closing thing, and I'll sign out, and so that way you guys can can stop listening to us. But I recently got followed by Joe Rogan. Period. Underscore. Underscore. Yeah. And it popped on my phone and it, it just said, like, I, all I saw was Joe Rogan started following you. And I was just like this. <gasps> and I was like, I made it in life. And I thought I just won and that I was, I was about to quit my job and everything. And then, I, and then I looked at it and I was like, this is. This is not him. Obviously a fake account. And then I cried. <laughs> It's it sucks too because <laughs> I don't know the kind of ego you have to have to impersonate somebody else is <laughs> it's just yeah. so weird. And he had like four hundred followers, so I was like, "This is not Joe." Wait a minute, this is yeah. He even put like a uh, it was like podcaster, MMA or uh, <laughs> this thing, uh, this thing, comedian. Yeah, uh, he, he straight up copy and pasted from Joe Rogan's actual. Yeah. And then, and then he and then he proceeded to follow Justin and Idiot Syncratic and all that shit. Yeah. I was like, hey, so you know, what, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening, 
uh, Joe Rogan period underscore. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my racist button? Shit, sorry. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. You got his hopes up, you bitch.